use your enthusiasm and your excitement and your attention span because what you guys have to remember is that sitting in the seats is easy. Remember that. This is the easiest thing you'll ever do is sit and pay attention. When you start stretching and yawning and getting hungry, that's part of the seminar business. That's part of the personal growth and self-development business. Believe it or not, you are working. You're working even when you sit down. The most powerful thing up here has to work. That's why some of you guys get tired. So just like working out, mentally, you gotta start saying to yourself, this is part of the business. I'm used to it. I need to learn how to sit down for a few hours and learn from the best of the best. These guys are giving you their all. You can't lose your attention span. You have to stay enthusiastic no matter what. Very important. I learned this from my son. This was too funny. About enthusiasm. And my son is seven years old. And he's, he's taught me more than I taught him. I, I have the coolest little boy on the planet. I mean, y'all think I'm cool. <laughs> and you know, I, I think I'm cool. But <laughs> he is the epitome of cool. So he comes into my room the other day, and he asked me every Friday, Dad, Dad. WWE is about to come on wrong. Can you watch it with me? And I'm always preparing for Saturday, or I'm always preparing to travel. I'm always going out of town. So I said, well, God, Daddy can't do it right now, man. He said, no problem. He doesn't pout. He doesn't stick his uh, bottom lip out. He'll run right into his room and watch WWE. He tried again Tuesday. It comes on just by every other day. <laughs> Tuesday, Dad, Tuesday night, WWE. You, you've been out of town, you promised me when you got back. I said, Makai, as soon as I finish this, I'm gonna make some calls. But I, Makai, I'm just not into wrestling, man. I just, that's your thing, do your thing. And I promise you, we're gonna play some baseball, go do your thing, no problem. He tried again Thursday. Thursday, I heard something different. I heard, get it, get it. Oh, no, come on, Ray Mysterio, you the best. You can do it, you the best. Put him in the figure four, triple, double, airlock, span backwards. I promise you, you'll get him. One, two, oh, come on. So I'm like, what is going on in this room? <laughs> creep in this room, and he doesn't know I'm watching. He's like, get him, get him. He's doing the moves. You can see him doing the same moves. I'm on a little bunk bed. I'm thinking he's going to jump off. I'm like, so I'm watching, and he turns around and goes, I told you you come in and watch it with me. <laughs> he said, I told you. And he doesn't even know it, but I was like, you know what? See, asking didn't work. I was a little too busy, and I was not interested. And as a father, one thing I'm learning, just because I'm not interested, I need to just go in there and spend some time with him. And don't get me wrong, my son gets all my time. But the whole, he led with the wrestling, not my thing. But I was attracted to his energy. And now, every Friday, I will not miss a wrestling match with him. <laughs> I, won't. I won't. Not because I like it. I enjoy seeing him just, he just in awe with these characters. And he has come a long way. I'm like, is this real? <laughs> but my point to you guys is, I was attracted to his energy. Does that make sense? People are going to be attracted to you guys' energy. Y'all gotta step the level of energy up.
I hate to interrupt, but we got to take a break. I got to pay some bills. This segment was sponsored by the Instincts Training Series. Do you guys know you are the highest form of intelligence watching this video? That means you're a human being. Well, God created other animals as well. There are millions of other species, and I teach you how to tap into your instincts by using what God gave them and their survival mechanisms so you can reach your full potential. Do me a big favor. Visit BrianNBean.com. That's BrianNBean.com for a glimpse and a free keynote into our instincts training series, and I'll see you guys on the other side. Now, enjoy the rest of the episode. Guys, you gotta have what's called relaxed intensity. You gotta know when to crank these emotions up and you gotta know when to turn them down and get focused. Because now you're in total control of your emotions. Does that make sense? You are in total control of your emotions. Leaders have the ability to take total control of their emotions. Give you a story, true story. I'm with a friend of mine about a month ago. We hop out of the car. This young lady stepped to my friend and asked her if she had some money. Y'all, who's ever been around people who want to borrow money or whatever, right? Now, I don't mind giving money, I do it all the time, but it depends on what mood I'm in or it depends on the 15 people just asked me the same question two blocks ago. So, my friend politely said no. The young lady got an attitude. I clearly think by the way she walked off, she had some kind of drug problem. She had to be on the worst drug on the planet the way she reacted to a no. Five minutes later, I'm driving my car. We have a street in Atlanta called Peace Street. I'm driving. I hear something go, I didn't pay any attention. I thought I ran over something. I see the young lady who just said no fly by me. I said, she hit my car. She threw something at my car. That's what it was, because I heard, boop, boom. I couldn't help it. For a minute, I lost it. I threw it. Now, on Peace Street, you're supposed to be doing maybe in third. I threw it in fifth. I caught up with her. She knows these streets well. This girl can drive. Do you hear me? <laughs> she went left, I went left. I mean, we, we own it now. She went right, I went right. She went over here, I went over here. She went around. We doing, I mean, I'm on it. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. You can't. You not gonna hit my car and not pay consequences. She went through a red light, full steam. I got some sense. <laughs> I didn't calm down. I am, y'all don't understand. The more I'm driving, the more furious I got. When you catch her, what you gonna do? <laughs> the other part of me is like, when you catch her, what you gonna do? <laughs> this, this is gonna end through one of three ways. I'm gonna wreck, she's gonna wreck, or we're gonna wreck. Either way, it's not good for either of us. My future is so bright, you need shades. <laughs> Why am I chasing a meth head? <laughs> what, do I, what, do I what am I saying? I, I have great restraint and control over my emotions, but we all lose it, if, even for a minute. But while I was chasing her, and in my rage, she was controlling me. How many of you guys? Let other people control you. You have to know for a fact that whether you know this or not, write this down. I'm too old <laughs> to keep doing things I don't want to do. You're too old. You're too old. And the bottom line is this. If you aren't in control of your thoughts and 
own emotions. Somebody else is. I want you to take a sheet of paper. I want you to put on the left, character driven. I want you to put on the right, emotion driven. Actually switch it. I want you to do emotion driven first. Character driven second. And I'm going to give you some characteristics. So really, you can tell whether you are a character driven person or are you an emotion driven person. But if you don't change the character, the core of what you are and how you behave, then you're just a person with some good leadership notes. What he's trying to do and what we all are trying to do is get down to the pit and root of the problem. And that is also known as your subconscious. So what you need to do, because I, I go to all these trainings and I hear a lot of people speak. I'm tired of talking about conscious, subconscious, superconscious. I'm not going there today. What I'm going to tell you is, you need, you're either character driven or you're emotion driven. Are you guys ready? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Half the room is ready. Are y'all ready? Yes. Are y'all ready? Yes. Are y'all ready? Yes. Is everybody ready? Yes. Character driven people do right, then feel good. Character driven people do right, then they feel good. Emotion-driven people feel good, then they do right. See, when you're emotion-driven, you're always waiting on something exciting to come along and get you excited. When you're gonna come back to our town and pump us back up, I can't pump you up. I'm not a motivational speaker, believe it or not. I just tell the facts how it is. You're the only person that can turn on your own pilot light and get it going. See, I'm character driven. When I feel like getting it going, I crank it up. You know what scares? Then you know what I mean? I tell you what keeps me excited. My alternative. <laughs> if you ever need a little motivation, just look at the alternative to the business. The alternative to the business is what you're doing right now for the next 30 years. If you like it, I love it. If you're unhappy with it, you might want to turn your pilot light up. Emotion-driven people ask, what are my rights? Character-driven people ask, what are my responsibilities? See, when you're emotion-driven, you always think something ought to be given to you. What? They didn't have enough sandwiches outside. <laughs> Boy, I tell you. Did you come to eat or did you come to learn? Worry about your responsibility. Nothing is due to you, not even success. Everybody got it? Yes. Emotion driven people say, what are my what? Rights. What's, what's due to me? Character driven people say, what are my responsibilities? Make sense? Yes. Emotion driven people make popular decisions. Character driven people make principle decisions. See, as a leader, you have to make some tough decisions. You have to make some tough decisions. But when you're character-driven, you understand that and accept that as part of your role. This is the life we chose. So you guys have to remember, when you are character-driven, you're going to have to make principle-based decisions. And will some of your group get upset sometimes? Absolutely. But we're not here to win a popularity contest. When you're running your organizations, people kill me, which brings me to the next one. Character-driven people thrive off of commitment. Emotion-driven people thrive
thrive off of convenience. If you look at anybody with a brand as their last name, Hilton, okay, Hertz, Heinz, brands as their what? Last name, Wrigley, Firestone. But you know what we never do? We never read their stories. So you think Firestone just woke up and had a billion dollar, you know, uh, tire empire. No, no, no. So you think Hilton just woke up and just, you know, see, we see that, we see that crazy daughter in here. So we think it's just easy. Nah, I'm talking about the Hilton. Not the heir to the what? I'm talking about the one that has some sense. <laughs> you think he just woke up and had Hilton everywhere? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. These people paid the price. The guy who invented or whose name derives from Porsche, Porsche, he was facing vehicular homicide charges. Manslaughter charges because some people died at one of his races. The car flew off into the um, audience and killed some people, and he was doing the beta test. He was looking at vehicular manslaughter charges. But then he said, you know what? This, this, this just isn't worth it. No. He is commitment driven. Wealthy people are commitment driven. Broke people are convenient driven. What? I gotta drive an hour to the meeting. What? Let me get something straight. Your car has four wheels, right? Are they square? Or circle? So they roll, right? Right. Your car has air conditioning? Yes. You got a radio? Yes. CDs? Cushion seats? Heated seats? <laughs> Two doors? A windshield? You can't drive an hour? What is the car for? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Why did you get it? To keep it in the garage? You got the car to drive it until the transmission fall out. <laughs> but see, we got it twisted. See, somebody came along with something called leasing. And leasing means don't you run up those miles on your car. So now, you now misunderstand the purpose of the car. I go back to before there were cars. It took six months to get it. Horse and buggy people died trying to explore the country. You had to gas up and gas up. You had to horse up. <laughs> you know what I mean? You had to feed up. Get the horses, get the buggy, a little uh, salt tar is keeping us. We gotta go from New Orleans to what's now Texas? Took three months. Horse and buggy guys and carriage, and you can't drive an hour with an engine? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It don't make sense. But character driven people understood commitment. See, they were here to discover new lands and new territories and new areas. So they understood. Convenient driven people, if the meeting is not around the corner from your house, it's too far to drive. But you'll get up here. I'm going to do it. That's going to stop me. And the next time I said, well, it's an hour away. We're going to do a leadership meeting. Why would I have to run it? You got a car, don't you? That's what I tell you. You got a car, don't you? Yeah. You, you drive it, don't you? Yeah. What should you give me back and walk to work? About 30 miles both ways. Oh, that's 70 miles to get to work every day. You must buy that by five. You drive about 350 miles a week to make somebody else rich, but you can't drive 75 miles to make yourself rich. Got it. Make sense?
scavenger the people, continue to do the business when issues arrive. Emotion-driven people quit the business when issues arrive. Wealthy people know how to find a problem and fix it. Broke people run from problems. See, I, I don't have problems. I have learning experiences. If everything is just a golden road, you're not in the right business. It is sure to crumble. So I'm not saying expect problems. Oh, things are going too good. Brian said I always have a problem. Don't worry, a problem is coming your way. Don't worry about that. <laughs> you don't have to invite. You're going to have some problems in life. What I'm saying is when they come, know that that's part of the journey. But when you decide to quit because you just got a problem, you flunk the man upstairs. You flunk his test. So you got to go through the problem to see if it's worth the reward you're getting for passing. But that, that means removing all of your what? Emotions. So I'm going to give you a couple of things as I conclude. Number one, basic principles. You have to become a visionary. If you don't have a big enough vision, ride somebody else's. You have to learn how to start pulling the future into the present. You have to start saying, one day, if you follow me, these things are going to happen. The following things are going to happen if you ride with me. I'm telling you, that's what I told my group, and I didn't have two nipples to rub together. I mean, I was B-R-O-K-E on layaway. I'm telling you, I didn't have any. <laughs> and I'm just being honest with you. See, the reason I'm so honest is because nobody can judge me. I don't, I don't let people judge me, so I can tell you my story. It, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm very upfront about my story. I know what it's like to go to a meeting like this and not have enough money for the hotel, so I slept at the airport. Slept. But you got to look good and be a visionary so my team would know I was going through some challenges. I know what it's like to go eat with the team. They said, you hungry? I said, nah. No, I'm okay. Someone just growled. Because <laughs> I used the money I got to put in the gas tank. I need this money to get back home. See, so y'all may not know nothing about that. I know what it's like to have them, to tell them I'm catching a 6 a.m. flight, but really I need you to take me to the airport at 4 so I can sleep in the airport. No money for the hotel. Just enough money to come and do this meeting and just enough money to catch my 6 a.m. flight and go home. See, that's part of the journey. That's what makes the story so special. Even if you don't see it, you got to still believe it so you can pull the future into the what? Present. Leaders do not take anything personal. You can't take stuff personal. See, on my team, I just teach people up front, we're supposed to clash. I don't invite it, but I welcome it when it what? When it happens, we're supposed to clash. We're going to get through this. This is good. We're going to come out on top. We're going to be all right. We're supposed to bump heads a little bit. Think about it. I'm from a background. You from a background. I experienced this. You experienced that. You think all of us is going to jail and click and just follow la 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 Your business is like a bowl of salad. The Tomatoes have their own unique, distinct taste and feel. The lettuce, fresh, has its own unique, distinct taste and feel. The cucumbers, the eggs, or whatever you put in yours, the croutons, 
If you take a salad and take the individual parts, put them in a blender and blend them up and say, have some salad, salad soup. <laughs> it is no longer a fresh what? Salad. You appreciate the salad bowl for the uniqueness of the individual parts. We are a group of unique individuals that will never come together again in the greatest country in the world, on the greatest, greatest planet, on God's green earth. Are you thinking about giving up? But you know what the sad thing is? You will. See, all this effort and energy put into this convention, here's the reality, people. Two out of three of you guys are going to quit. Not one out of three. Not every other. Two out of three of you guys are going to quit. Which means we're basically doing this whole training. These guys are giving away cars, doing raffles, planning preparation, filming it for you, marketing tools for about that part of the room. Woo! <laughs> Thank you.